Finishing up right before we start coming in here. All right, Jake, it is championship weekend. Championship weekend. Regular season's over. The time for talking, well, for some is over, but not for all. Everybody who wins their championship is not going to the playoff. Everybody thinks the whole four teams are all solidified and done. But really, who knows? we got to play the weekend first. But we got a lot of exciting games. But, Jake, let's talk about the top four. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there for you so y'all don't think that it's just Jake. I think I do not think Ohio State is number one. Jake is going to explain it to you, but I'm going to tell you one part of it, at least that I know Jake is going to say, and I completely agree with. The eye test is bullcrap, and freaking Ohio State's record is a good record, but they have not played as tough of a schedule as LSU has played. I do not care what anybody says. You can't convince me otherwise plain and simple but jake you got what ohio state number one unfortunately unfortunately lsu number two we've got clemson at three and georgia at four i do not like where number one and number two are why don't you like where number one and number two are you know i mean first off i I will pay respects i think ohio state is a very good team i think they've played they've been dominant absolutely in most of their games they've played this year they play. They have a solid defense. They've got a freaking Chase Young. They've got a great running game with J.K. Dobbins. Uh, you know, Justin Fields plays really well for them too. However, they have not played nearly the same caliber of teams that LSU has. Concur. They don't have a single win that, in my opinion, is up there with LSU's win on the road to Alabama. They don't have a win that, in my opinion, stacks up with LSU's win against Auburn or their win against Florida. Um, I just, the, to me, the, the strength of schedule, I know that the metrics say that Ohio State is better than LSU's. I, I think that's ridiculous. I you, you can't convince me that a win over Wisconsin at home is on par with a win over Alabama on the road. Oh, yeah, it's you not. You can't convince me that a win at home against Penn State is as impressive as a win on the road at, at Alabama. Same thing, like, Yes, Ohio State, you know, won big on the road at Michigan. Michigan's not Alabama. I, I don't think Michigan's even as necessarily as good as Florida this year. I, I just I don't think that the the level of teams that Ohio State's played, um, the with the quality of wins that they have are up there with LSU's. I think LSU has the better wins. I think they've played the tougher schedule. Um, they've been, in my opinion, as impressive. I'm sure their defense has taken off, you know. And the thing is, people like to point to, oh, well, let's you, you know, they don't have a good defense. No, they have a great defense. The problem is they keep lighting up off the gas. LSU will get up by 35 to 3 at half. And then the defense, you know, just kind of relaxes and doesn't, yeah, totally. doesn't give up and doesn't play. It doesn't it loses its focus. So I mean, is that a bad is that badge is not great, but it's not a bad I mean, of all the problems you could have, I think that's not for a lot of other other problems. Uh, I mean, and honestly, I think the best argument Ohio State has, or the, 
the only argument I think that everyone I've, I've heard so far is, well, uh, LSU gave up six hundred yards to Ole Miss. It's like, so, so you can't really point to Ohio State's record. You have to point to LSU's defense in one game. Yeah, essentially, a, a gimmicks system with only ten healthy guys on the field. Well, I don't think that's really a great argument. I think LSU should be number one. I think they're the best team in the country. I think the last two weeks with Penn State and Michigan, I think that. Um, both teams have exposed uh, Ohio State's defense as advertised. I mean, Shea Patterson and Michigan were averaging nine yards per play in the first half of that game. They were moving the ball up and down the field. They really just kind of shot themselves in the foot drops, dropped passes, um, fumbled in the red zone by Shea Patterson that, that, uh, on a snap that Michigan lost and, and turned the ball over to Ohio State. And I was watching, and I was just like, I think LSU, I mean, if Shea Patterson is doing this, just imagine what Joe freaking Burrow and those receivers and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire are going to do, can do to this defense. I think it's, I don't know, I, I came out of watching Ohio State against Michigan thinking LSU with a better, with more confidence LSU could beat that team um, uh, yeah, than I had before. For sure. So, I mean, if I had to rank the top six right now, um, I would put LSU at number one, Ohio State at two, Clemson at three, um, Four is tough because I can see an argument for Georgia. I mean, you know, going 11-1 in the SEC is impressive. They've got a win over Florida, which is honestly more impressive than any win that Utah has. Um, they haven't been as dominant looking, though, uh, as Utah has. And so I, I would give the slight nod to Utah um, as of right now. So uh, you're saying Utah at number four. You're saying Utah at four. Utah at okay. four, Georgia at five. Six, I would have um, Oklahoma and then Baylor at seven um to kind of get that that top seven there and you know what between baylor and, o- and oklahoma <coughs> excuse me baylor and oklahoma play this weekend in the big 12 championship game so we're gonna find <coughs> excuse me <coughs> we're gonna find out you know in that rematch uh, you know who's more deserving between those teams and we're gonna find out you know whether Wisconsin's a good enough team to challenge Ohio State. They got whooped last time they played. I, I don't necessarily think it's going to be any different this time. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't – I think the the rankings right now from the CFP are, bonk, are bonkers. They There is no objective system. I think that, um, you know, with college basketball, they have the RPI and they have a committee, both. And the RPI kind of sets out a basis – a general framework of how teams are, are evaluated and then the committee works on those or committee um, clears up certain things that maybe, you know, are, are difficult to decide or the RPI sometimes will, will you know, be the tiebreaker in certain circumstances. I think, I think college football needs an RPI. I think I it needs something, a metric that's objective. That's not just, you know, a bunch of guys in a smoky room uh, deciding what, the decide what the most important factor is to them this last you know previous week it was uh, LSU's defense and Ohio State was more complete. LSU then beats Texas A&M 50 to 7 and makes a huge statement with you know how good their defense is against a you know a, a well-ranked at least uh, A&M's offensive rankings and defensive rankings were top 40 before that game um, they had almost beat Georgia on the road they had given a pretty decent game to Clemson and LSU beat them by you know 43 points. So I think we really need some sort of objective system because right now this isn't a playoff. This isn't the NCAA tournament. This is an invitational with no clear objective, no clear standards on what's deciding who goes where. And 
uh, as, a, as a fan, I think that's not fun. It's not fair. Um, it, because, I mean, especially this year, uh, being the second seed is pretty, is not a reward at all nope. um, this year. Because basically, if you're going to be the second or third seed, you're going to have to play playing. That's yeah. not a reward for being yeah. the second seed. That, that's, that's a um, punishment. Being, that's a punishment, yeah. Being number one, you're likely to get matched up with either Utah um, or Oklahoma or Baylor. Um, or if, if LSU loses in the, in the national, in the SEC championship game, then you'd have LSU probably the fourth seed. Uh, but so, you know, getting the number one seed is really important this year to potentially have to play, you know, an Oklahoma or a Utah as opposed to having to play a Clemson. It's almost like you want to be number one or you want to be number four to avoid getting, getting Clemson this year. I mean, that's really what it seems like. Now your number four team, like you said, LSU, if they lose, they could go down to number four and still avoid playing Clemson. Right. I'd rather play Ohio State. Oh, yeah. No, totally. I think they match up better. And frankly, I would love to see either way, whether it's in a championship game or in a playoff game, I'd love to see Joe Burrow stick it to Ohio State. I really, really would. Um, yes. He'd be super motivated to do that. I mean, oh, yeah. going into this year, his dad said that there was three games that he had that he was really hyped up for. And it was three losses that was bad last year the Florida game, the Alabama game, and the AM game. And if you look at his stat lines in those three games, he threw for over 300 yards in two of them, three touchdowns in each, and no picks. I mean, he's just been on a tear. Joe Burrow. Like, I remember, I remember reading that he had the, the Alabama game circled and said that that wasn't going to happen again. And I remember at the beginning of the season, like, oh, that's a pretty bold, that's a pretty bold statement. But he's backed it up. And so, just imagine how hyped and focused and motivated he would be to stick it to the team who. Who denied him? Who oh, yeah. didn't give him his shot? Who he didn't feel like he got a fair shake from? I mean, he would he would come out there with his blades sharpened, ready to dissect, and I think that would be fantastic. So I mean, I'd rather be the four seed than the two seed yeah. um, right now. So I mean, that'd be yeah. It seems like everybody's afraid of Clemson, and rightfully so. Don't get me wrong; they've had, but let's be honest, they have had a powder puff schedule this year. They have. Now that's true. That's definitely true. But I mean, I mean, after that UNC game that they almost lost. Yeah, they they dominated. Just, been anom- just annihilating. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence got got quit throwing picks. You know what I mean? And people are like, oh, he didn't throw. I'm like, no, you guys. He threw two times more picks than he threw all year last year in the first half of this season. He threw seven picks, I believe it was, in the first half of this half of the season, where he threw three or four the whole season last year. Something like that. He was making bad. He was making bad decisions. They were winning games, but he was making bad, bad decisions. Uh, well, he wasn't game. looking good doing it. No, and and that's that's the thing. Now he looks like Trevor Lawrence. Let's let's be honest. He's got he's dialed in, and a dialed in Trevor Lawrence is a bad, bad man. Okay. He's and, a- and Trav, you mean like, and just like let's not forget, he's also got Travis Etienne, who's yep. a fantastic running back. They've got a. a Set of a uh, set of receivers that are up there with LSU and Alabama's in terms of talent. I mean, uh, T. Higgins, uh, gosh, Rogers, uh, just Rogers tore up the national championship game last year. I mean, they are loaded on offense defensively. They're, I mean, they don't have the line that they had last year, but still, I mean, as long they're as still loaded. is going to be there, they're going to be solid. Yeah, and, and Venerables is much more creative in the way that he plays defense than Ohio State. Ohio State plays much more straight up because, I mean, when you've got Chase Young, you can afford to play straight up a lot more. Yeah. Um, you can, you know, you kind of do your classic four, three, uh, your, uh, yeah, your classic four, 
four four three or or you know four three. You can do a four three. Yeah, you can do a four three. You know, you, you're, you're, uh, yeah, you're four three four, uh, and that's what you see from Ohio State more is that kind of classic more. You know, they don't they don't really get super creative because they can they just they swarm. It's a very basic defense. Um, LSU matches up with that a lot better. Much better. And uh, Venables is going to throw a lot of interesting looks and blitzes at you. I think Joe could handle it, but like if I have to like pick what I want to deal with, I'd much rather deal with the base defense that, that an Ohio State would throw at you than the creativity of a, of a Brett Venables. Honestly, as an LSU fan, I think we can beat both teams. You know, if we have to play both of them, I mean, that would be a pretty tall task to have to beat both. Um, but I, I think LSU, this team is capable of doing it. Absolutely. Especially if the defense plays the way they played against Texas A&M. You know, they were incredibly motivated. They'd heard what everyone had said about them, and they wanted to make a statement, and they did. I mean, Ellis, I mean, they held Kellen Mond to 10, of nine, 10, uh, 10 for 30 for 90 yards, three touch, three interceptions, um, a couple of sacks. Uh, every passing play, according to pro football focus, was for the negative play for Texas A&M in that game. Uh, they just they just shut down everything. So I mean, if LSU plays that defense against Ohio State against the Clemson, I think we can definitely. I mean, LSU's going to score on whoever they. I mean, they've moved the ball on everybody. They moved the ball on on Auburn. I mean, they left ten points on the field at least against Auburn. There was a touchdown pass to Burrow through to Terrence Marshall that got broken up by uh, one of LSU's own players, Jamar Chase. So you got yeah. he took uh, the pass that wasn't intended for him. Uh, to a guy who was wide open. So, I mean, we played defense on ourselves to uh, to keep that game closer. So, uh, like I said, we're, I, I think LSU is fully capable of, of beating everybody in the country. Um, I think they showed that with their win against uh, Alabama. Um, I, I mean, I'd be, I'd be nervous about playing Clemson. I'd be, you know, nervous about playing Ohio State, but I think this LSU team is good enough to beat them. Um, and I just – I'd rather not have to find out. I'd rather – I'd rather see Ohio State and Clemson take each other out, take each other out, and then get to play the winner. But well, speaking of the up to me. speaking of the Gumps, how dumb did they look at the end of the Auburn? I mean, look, Auburn did some tricky stuff. They put their punter and their quarterback on the field at the same time. They caught Alabama off guard. Alabama sends in like their punt team, and they end up getting caught with illegal illegal substitution. Okay, um, twelve men on the field. And I just, I just, I was like, wow, wow. How do you get caught doing that? Like, legitly, Saban got caught not paying attention. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how often that happens. Now, for all those out Alabama fans out there calling for Nick Saban's job, shut the front door. You guys are morons, okay? There's a reason. I don't know if they call the players the gums, but anybody, if they call the fans the gums, well-deserved. If y'all are calling for Nick Saban's job, you guys are idiots, straight up. I mean, come on. So he did. He got fooled one time. How many national championships and how many times has he been in the playoff for you guys, y'all, okay? For y'all, he brought Alabama, put Alabama football back on the map. The only reason people know about Alabama football right now in the last 10 to whatever years it is is because Nick Saban came and coached you guys. So shut the front door and don't even talk about Nick Saban losing his job. He's going to go, and if he does, he's going to go home and polish your rings and you guys are going to fall back into obscurity like you were before. That's my rant on Alabama fans asking for Nick Saban to be fired, you morons. I mean, I, I'm pleased that I called that game. Uh, I called that up last week. I, I, out of the upsets I picked, I think that was the only one I got right. I, I, missed I, I on, picked it with I you. missed on Minnesota. I missed on Michigan, but I got Auburn. 
Um, you gotta right. find, you gotta look on YouTube or find the meme on Instagram or whatever it is about everybody that that picked Minnesota on game day. Hilarious! You gotta find it. I, I wish I could, if we weren't if we weren't on on just audio right now, I would completely play it. It was the most hilarious thing I ever saw in my life. So I mean, I, I just you know just quickly touching on the Wisconsin Minnesota game. I think what what you saw in that game was a team that knew has an identity that's built its identity and been doing it for what it's been doing for a long time. Wisconsin. It was incredibly confident to go into a scenario like that with, like, you know, the snow and the weather. And, you know, Jack Cohn made some big throws. Yeah, you know, he did. Who would have guessed that? I mean, nobody. From, nobody. from a probability standpoint, that wasn't very high. And I think it, and a little bit, I think Minnesota at one point kind of looked kind of their jerseys and said, hey, we're Minnesota. What are we doing? Like, what, what scenario are we in? And I think, uh, I think Wisconsin took advantage of that. I it would be much more entertaining to me. I think it'd be much more intriguing if Minnesota was the one playing. State. I agree, but I mean, because I mean, we already saw, we already saw Ohio State beat Wisconsin in the regular season, and I don't think anything has dramatically changed um, to make that game any more competitive. So, spoiler alert: I'm picking Ohio State in the picks. Oh man, Jake, you gave it up already. How you gonna do that, man? How you gonna do that? Look, as much as Wisconsin earned their way into this game, there's no doubt about it, okay? I'll give my pick up, too. I think Ohio State's going to win it, too. But if there's an upset alert on my mind, we talked about it before, and I'll get to the other one. Um, this is a game where an upset, in my opinion, could happen. Now, trust me, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Please don't anybody get confused about that. What I'm saying is, of the of all the games that we have on our pick list this year, uh, this year, sorry, this, this week, it was what I meant to say, uh, this game and another game that we'll talk about later are ones where I can see upsets happening, but they're not. I don't think they're likely. I think, for example, in Ohio State, 80-20 chance that Ohio State wins this game, okay? And I don't think Wisconsin's going to win it. I think Ohio State, I agree, spoiler alert, um, I think Ohio State's going to win it as well. Um, but oh, Wisconsin definitely earned their way into this game. I, I'm a little bummed for Minnesota because it was fun to watch them have the season that they had. It really, really was to see a team that you don't hear about a lot in in football, at least, do well in the Big Ten. It was a great to see another Big Ten team really in the mix and not just the ones you normally always hear about. So I hope there's a great future for Minnesota and that they're always going to start being in the mix because they've started something there, and I hope they keep rolling forward with it and they get recruiting off of this because it was really, really fun to see Minnesota play that well this year. It really was. And if, if you didn't get a chance to see them, go watch some highlights because, like I said, they were a fun team to watch. Shout out to, to the, the Minnesota Golden Gophers, man. Heck of a season. I, I hope you got something to hang your hat on, especially you seniors who had been there for four years of, of not through good stuff, and then you got to enjoy one heck of a season this year. So props to you. Yeah, no, Minnesota definitely showed up and had a great season, historic for by their by their standards. All right, well, let's get to the picks. Let's let's uh, do it. The last uh, full set of picks till bowl season. Oh yeah, bowl season. So let us begin with the Pac-12 championship game. It is tomorrow night, Friday, um, six o'clock Mountain Standard, uh, eight o'clock Eastern. I've got the Utes beating the Ducks in this game. I think Utah is on the brink of doing something special. Um, they've just been absolutely dominant, really, since their loss to USC. Again, you know, to be fair, they haven't necessarily played the biggest or greatest challenges since then. I think Oregon's going to be the best team they've played um, all year. 
but I, I just I don't have really much confidence in Justin Herbert right now. Um, I think that uh, that Utah's gonna be able to harass him and give him a lot of problems. Uh, I think Oregon will still score some points, but I think USC, uh, Utah's physicality in the run game, um, and then Tyler Huntley just you know, doing enough in the passing game will be enough for Utah to win. Um, I think it will be a, a pretty close game, but I think Utah wins the Pac-12 championship game tomorrow night, um, setting up itself potentially a berth in the playoff. I agree. I think the Utes are going to take this. I think their defensive line, who is some of the baddest men on the face of the planet right now, um, they're just very, very good. I think they get a lot of pressure on Herbert tomorrow. And if you've ever, if you haven't been paying attention, when Herbert gets under pressure, he does not play his best game. And I think he gets under pressure a lot, and he makes poor decisions, and that's what gives the Utes the win. I agree. I think it's going to be pretty close. The six and a half point spread in favor of Utah, I think, is is pretty good. You know, uh, it's a fair one. Um, I hope, my honest to goodness hope is that Utah actually wins maybe by three touchdowns, really giving them a really good reason to make people think about them for the playoff. And what sucks about it a little bit is because Oregon screwed up earlier in the year is that um, the potential for this game to really be a playoff maker kind of went out the, not went out the window, but the window certainly started to close. But yes, if Utah comes out, not only wins it, but, does it in dominating style they really do make an argument for the playoff especially if one of the top four teams win so that's what I, I i would love to see utah in the playoff i really would as long as it's not at the expense of one of the number one or number two teams okay the number two team so yeah i mean even if you i think for utah to feel really safe they are going to need to blow out oregon oh yeah absolutely i, I don't see them i don't really see them blowing them out um, and so then you're going to get in the tricky situation and we'll talk about this game in a few minutes, but the big 12 championship game, how Oklahoma or Baylor, whichever team wins that, how they look is also going to be super important. Like aesthetics in both of these games is going to be really important because if Utah edges out Oregon and then say Oklahoma blows out Baylor or Baylor blows out Oklahoma, that that it's going to be a really interesting conversation then at that point over do you take a big 12 champion a, a one loss big 12 champion or a one loss pac 12 champion uh what do you value a, a blowout over an oklahoma or over a baylor more than a, blow, a, a close one over oregon i mean I, I don't know what the committee would would make this what decision they'd make um you know right now they have utah at number five um, I'd like to think that, that that would maybe push them over the edge into the playoff. But at the same time, say Oklahoma beats Baylor by like 20 points and Utah wins by a field goal. Um, They're going to give the edge Then over. things like brand name might come in. Like, well, Oklahoma's got a better brand. Oh, Oklahoma's going to sell more tickets. Let's be honest. Oklahoma sells so, more tickets. It's just what it is. Something like that. I mean, I think Utah fans would definitely travel for a playoff game. Oh, they totally but, would. Absolutely, but the question is this. The real answer is this going going on. It's like you have more Oklahoma fans nationwide than you do Utah fans nationwide. I don't know if it's really about tickets or, or fan bases. It's like, okay, if you look at your TV guide well, yeah, and you yeah, see yeah. the playoff game is a an LSU uh, versus Oklahoma or an LSU versus Utah or an Ohio State versus Utah or Ohio State versus Oklahoma, what's gonna what's what are people more likely to be? psyched up to watch. They'd probably be more psyched up to watch an Ohio 
State Oklahoma yeah. or an LSU Oklahoma game than they would an LSU Utah or a Ohio State Utah game. Yeah, that's uh, that kind. Those kinds of decisions shouldn't come into play. And I agree. I completely agree. I can't help but you know, it probably would. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the thing. So I mean, I don't, I don't know what the committee would do in that. So if I'm Utah, I mean, obviously you want to win every game. Obviously you want to win by as many as possible. But if you're Utah tomorrow, you really want to put a touchdown. Uh, you want to put a beating on Oregon. You, you want, want to you put want a it to be very definitive, a definitive beatdown of Oregon, especially because Oregon didn't do any favors by losing in the desert. No. If, if Oregon was still a one-loss team, um, a win would be probably enough. Because it's two-loss Oregon team was number three, you're really going to want style points. You're going to want some style points. You're going to need them. Feel more comfortable going into uh, Selection Sunday. All right, let's move on uh, to uh, Miami, Ohio, playing Central Michigan. These are two teams that I do not follow. Um, I, I don't know, so I'm going by the spread. And if, since Central Michigan is um, favored by six and a half, and they've got a flaming C, um, I'm cool with flaming averages. So we'll go with the flaming C, the Central Michigan. Uh, it's like the Chippa. The Chippewas. The Chippewas. I'm going to go with the Chippewas over the Miami, Ohio Hawks. Uh, to, to win whatever they're playing for. <laughs> yeah. I got I got to go with the Chippewas. Sorry, Ben Roethlisberger. I just don't think your alma mater is going to pull this one off. So Central Michigan, the Chippewas, you guys are going to go home with your championship, boys. All right, next, the Big 12 championship game. This is one of the tougher games I had to pick this week. Baylor, number seven Baylor playing number six Oklahoma, a rematch of what was a really fun game in Waco where uh, Baylor blew a huge lead uh, to, to lose to Oklahoma. I think Baylor's got the better defense. Uh, I think Oklahoma's got the more slightly more explosive offense. I don't know. Jeff, who do you've got in this game? Okay. I'm going to break it down, and hopefully it's going to be a little bit entertaining here, folks. Baylor, agree. Better defense. Oklahoma, agree. Better offense. Hell of a game last time. Hell of a game last time. But there's one man on that field that Baylor does not have, and he is one motivated son of a... Okay? That man's Jalen Hurts. This man wants to make the playoff. This man wants to make a statement. This man is going to put Oklahoma on his mother-loving shoulders, and he's going to take Oklahoma to another... Big 12 championship. Will he do it by eight and a half points? No, I don't think so because Oklahoma's defense is that stinking bad. Okay? But Jalen Hurts is a bad, bad man. And he's going gonna to take Oklahoma to the Big 12 championship, whether it's by eight and a half or by one. Oklahoma takes it. So when I made my original picks, I picked Baylor. Now I'll tell you why I did, but I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm sticking to it. But I'll tell you at least what my thought process. Share it. Talk. It's, t- it's, t- it's tough to beat a team twice. Very. Especially when, especially when you're close. And some, your your talent is, is similar. And you know, I'm not saying that Baylor is Oklahoma, but what Matt Rule has been able to do with Baylor is very impressive. They, they're they're athletic. They play solid. Solidly, they've played really well this season. They almost had Oklahoma last time. 
Um, you've got to imagine there's a little bit of a revenge or like a redemption kind of desire on the part of Baylor to prove um, that that was a fluke, that they, you know, that they, that they pull it out the next time. And like I said, it's, it's tough to beat a team twice. And so that's why I originally went with Baylor, but uh, the Jalen Hurts factor in the sense that Jalen Hurts is a man on a mission. I mean, he's not been perfect this year, but, or, you know, by any meat search means I don't think he's the best quarterback out there. Um, but see, I almost want to pick Baylor just like my pick. If I pick, if I picked Oklahoma, if I picked Oklahoma, part of me will be cheering against my pick, but I don't like doing that <laughs> very much. You haven't officially uh, made it yet. You haven't officially made it until you say it on this show. You have not officially made your pick. So, okay. Okay, how about this? We're moving on. I'll come back and make <laughs> Jalen Hurts will um, rule the day. All right, next we go to Louisiana Lafayette, or Lafayette, as uh, one of my former interns used to say, Raging Cajuns playing App State. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going with App State here. I think it will be a pretty close game. Uh, the Raging Cajuns are raging, but I, I think App State pulls it out. Um, they're still vying to be the, the top-ranked uh power fought in a group of five team um they're 11 and one they're battling boise state right now for the that, that honor of being well and memphis too memphis app state and boise state are all pretty close to each other app state right now is 21 memphis 17 boise state 19 uh whoever is the most and then cincinnati 20 which is complete bunk i mean the fact the fact that cincinnati dropped one spot after getting blown out by memphis just shows that the committee has already decided that they want ohio state to be number one and uh, we want to keep that Cincinnati win as quote unquote quality. Um, but those teams are all really close to each other. And so the team that wins is the most impressive, um, has the best shot of getting into the, the New Year's Six Bowl to represent the group of five. Um, I think App State's going to put its best foot forward and uh, beat the Raging Cajuns um, in that matchup. I agree. I have no more to add or take away because I do not know that much about these two teams. All right, next we go to UAB, a school who didn't have a football program uh, as recent as about three years ago, if I remember right. Uh, they had canceled their football program. They didn't have enough funding. Uh, they're playing uh, Florida Atlantic, the fighting Lane Kiffins. Uh, Lane Kiffin, who might be leaving FAU to go to coach Arkansas. Oh, real quick, we had a lot of coaches leave. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chris Peterson retired out of the blue. Uh, Arkansas fired their coach. Missouri fired their coach. Um, Florida State jobs been open. Um just a lot of interesting spots open. Clay Helton ha- is going to stay at least one more year at USC. That's a big uh, domino to fall. Um, uh, USF fired uh, Charlie Strong. Um, so a lot of interesting uh, coaching moving moves going on. Um, but uh, Lane Kiffin's uh, looking like he could be a really good lean towards Arkansas. Um, but I think the fight in Lane Kiffin's will pull it out um, and, and win one more for good old Kiffin before he probably moves on to Arkansas. Look, Lane Kiffin changed that program around, but I'm not going to lie. He's kind of a dick, but they're going to win. That's what I think. But shout out to UAB, baby. You had no program and now you're nine and three. Good for you. All right. Next, we've got a a rematch from last week. Cincinnati playing Memphis again. Uh, Memphis 11 and one Cincinnati 10 and two. I think Memphis wins this again. I think, Memphis showed its ability to beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati just really doesn't look the same. Um, 
uh, for for a few weeks now, and I think Memphis uh, sticks it, beats them again to win the American Conference uh, championship and put themselves in a solid position, potentially getting a New Year's for uh, Mike Norvell is another coach who potentially could be finding a, a Power Five job um, after this year. Who knows? Uh, he's been linked to maybe Arkansas or maybe Missouri, um, but we'll, we'll have to see. Oh, Ole Miss also. Mike Matt Luke got fired as well at Ole Miss. Okay. Um, so that's maybe another job that maybe uh, Mike Norvell could end up at. But yeah, I think Memphis uh, beat Cincinnati two weeks in a row. <laughs> Look, I want Cincinnati to win this game. That's why I picked them. Um, I don't dislike Memphis. I just I like dislike Cincinnati. I, I I don't dislike Memphis. I just I like Cincinnati. I've 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 been I, I semi pay attention to them, and I have been paying attention closely, not super close, but clo- a little bit close for the last couple of years. And I like the program. I do. It's a program that kind of came out from nowhere and started building up, and I like it when programs do that. So I am a I am a you know Bearcat semi supporter um athletic supporter <laughs> yes i made a joke on purpose there um and so I, i'm gonna i'm picking cincinnati out of fanboydom um and i think they will take i think they will win the game i just don't think they're gonna win it by a lot i think they're gonna eke it out is what i think is gonna happen all right next we go to the mountain west champ championship game between hawaii nine and four playing boise state 11 and one i've seen boise state in person they're pretty darn good i think boise state rolls here and beats hawaii don't disagree, Boise State. They're a bunch of bad mamajamas, and they're going to take this game against Hawaii. Who don't get me wrong, they're no slouches, but Boise State is the cream of the crop of that, and they've proven it in the past. And they can hang against teams from from higher and better conferences. They've proved that. So I think Boise State has just too, a little bit too much for Hawaii. All right. Next, we go to the SEC championship game between my LSU Tigers and the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, Georgia is one of those teams that I actually don't like in the SEC. Um, on the Eastern on the Eastern Division of the SEC, I actually for them. Uh, I like their tradition. I think they're fun. I have a buddy who who's gone there to get his masters. Um, it's one of the few SEC teams that we as LSU fans don't hate. And part of the reason we don't hate them is we don't see them very often. Um, but uh, we're meeting up in the uh, in the SEC championship game. This is LSU's first SEC championship game since 2011, and the team that we met last time that we were there was Georgia. So um, I, I think LSU wins this game. I don't think Georgia – I don't think LSU is a good matchup for Georgia. LSU's offense is too dynamic, and Georgia's offense cannot keep up. Uh, the last four games, uh, Jake Fromm has thrown for less than 50%, 50% of his completion. He's thrown less than 50% completion rate in the last four games against uh, Auburn, uh, Florida, um, Texas A&M, and LSU and Joe Burrow's just – playing out of his freaking mind and LSU's offense is just too good. Uh, Georgia is the best defense statistically that, that LSU has seen this year, but at the same time, uh, Georgia hasn't played anybody nearly as good offensively as LSU. The best uh, te- offensive team that uh, Georgia has faced this year uh, statistically wise is uh, Arkansas state. So uh, I think LSU is a little bit better than Arkansas state offensively. I think LSU's, style of offense of Pickett's poison is going to be able to move the ball against Georgia. I think we're gonna be able to score. I don't think we're going to drop 40 on them, but um, I'm uh, since this is the game day pick and the, and the tiebreaker pick um, I, my prediction for LSU, Georgia is LSU 38, Georgia 13 LSU's offense playing the way they are. Jake Fromm playing the way he is. The fact that uh, Georgia's going to be without its two best receivers in the first half. One of them is injured. The other one just suspended for the first half. 
Moron. Uh, yeah, no, totally moron play getting in a fight at the Georgia Tech game. Uh, but I, I think LSU's offense is going to be able to move the ball. It's going to be able to score. It's not going to be able to score at will like it has against Texas A&M or Ole Miss or Arkansas, but I think they're going to be able to score. Um, and I don't think Georgia's going to be able to score. Up. So LSU over Georgia, uh, like I said, 38-13. to 13. Um, Tigers win and win the SEC title game. Go Tigers. I love Georgia. But not in this game, folks. No, 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 no. I do love Georgia. Georgia was one of the first teams from the SEC that I could tolerate. Um, And then I got to know you, Jake, and started to tolerate LSU. And I tend to tolerate them now more than Georgia. But I ain't like you ain't got nothing against Georgia. You know, they'll always be that team in the SEC that I I will like. Um, LSU just has too much. They just have too much. And speaking of last week, I'm going to get on my soapbox. I don't care how bad or angry or whatever offended you, but there was a lot of extracurricular bullcrap that went on last week in college football, and there's no room for that kind of garbage, in my opinion, especially Nevada and UNLV. That was stupid. All of it was stupid. Getting in a fight because another guy upset you? Get over yourself. Anyways, back to the game. LSU is going to win this game. I've got them dropping 42, and I've got Georgia because of the situation you had mentioned with moron freaking receiver dude, um, and the other guy's hurt. I only got them dropping 20. I got this game 42-20 to 20 LSU. I think Joe Burrow makes a big FU statement to the freaking committee and being like, if you don't think we're number one, I don't know what else we got to do. We just won, yes, the toughest league in the enti- in all of college football. I fully admit that it is the toughest league in all of college football, followed by the Big Ten. But I still think there's a big talent gap between the Big Ten and the SEC. Let me make that statement very, very clear. Okay? And you can say... We already talked about the next one of the, the the final game earlier. You can say, well, Justin Fields was at Georgia. Yeah, but he ain't there now, okay? And Justin Fields isn't a throwing machine either, okay? Now, he's got talent on his team, but I think the overall talent on the top-tier SEC teams compared to the top-tier Big Ten teams, I think there is a gap in most positions, not necessarily every position, but I will say right now, like I said, LSU is going to win this game, and Joe Burrow is going to make a mother freaking statement in this game, and he's going to leave no doubt. A, give me the dadgum Heisman Trophy, and B, put us at number one, or you're going to regret it because I just think Joe Burrow. Yes, I am. I'm riding. I'm riding on Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow deserves it after the crap I gave him, admittedly, last year. And I said, though, he's going to be a different animal this year, and he has been, and he has been all year long. He has not gone cold. And he ain't going cold. He's just, it's not going to happen. Joe Burrow leads the LSU Tigers. I think the LSU defense steps up even bigger this week. Okay. But Georgia's still going to score 20 because they don't suck. Okay. Um, and they're going to drop 20 points, but LSU is going to go, uh, offense is going to go off. I mean, they're just, when I say 42 points, those are offensive points. So I'm not saying that I don't think there's going to be a special team score. I don't think there's going to be def- defensive score per se. I think these are all 42 points dropped on them by the LSU offense. And Burroughs, he's throwing for four or five touchdowns. I'm saying it right now. He's probably throwing for five. Anyways, I'm done. <laughs> all right, next we go to the ACC title game and what will certainly be a barn burner. Not really. I don't think this will be that great of a game at all. Um, uh, we've got 
uh, Clemson and Virginia. Virginia won the honor of being the sacrificial lamb to Clemson. I think Clemson rolls here. No contest. Uh, definitely Clemson wins here. Okay, I agree with you. This is the game I was talking about earlier, that this is the other game where I see a potential upset. Now, let me make again this very clear. That 28.5 point spread is a good spread for this game for Clemson, okay? But there is a 99.9999999% chance Clemson wins this with a point whatever left of 1%, 0000001% that Virginia wins this game by a point. A point, folks. I'm not saying that Virginia is going to blow out Clemson. Not at all. I am picking Clemson to blow out Virginia. But when I look at this game, for some reason in my gut, I can feel it's possible, a very small possible percent chance, that Clemson, the players, not Dabo Sweeney and the coaches, but the players look past Virginia and have their mind on the playoff and they crap the bed and play down to the level of Virginia, and Virginia can win this game by a by a point. But it's not going to happen. Clemson will win this game. This I know. They're either going to blow them out, though, or Virginia's going to win by one stinking point, and the world is going to be shocked. Now, to all y'all betting out there, don't go off my advice. Don't go betting on, on Virginia to win this game. Clemson is going to win it. I'm just saying I can see Virginia upsetting them in some kind of miracle on 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 the football field gridiron however you want to say it okay it could happen that's why we play the game on the field but i don't think it's going to happen trevor lawrence has been on fire ever since i think what after the unc game yeah i mean he got his, i think you guys crapped together he finally started looking like trevor lawrence he's definitely looking like trevor lawrence clemson's on fire i know we talked about it earlier they're a great team um, Dabo's like, what do we got to do to get more, get higher up in the polls? Well, you don't play the powder puff schedule that you play this year. That, that's what you do, Dabo. I don't know who makes your schedule. I don't think he has a, bunch, a whole lot of say in it. But I think next year, well, is this Trevor Lawrence's second year? Can he officially go out for the draft this year? Next year. Next year. Okay, so you got him next year. Give yourself a tougher schedule. If you don't, I don't know. Their schedule's already out. I mean, I don't know what it is. But, you know, I, I think that. You're in this spot because you're good. You're at number. You're not at number one, but you are at number three because you get some respect there, because you are Clemson. Let's let's make no doubt about it. And you win championships. You've been in what the last four national championship games, whatever it is. You know, you've been there. No, they. I was thinking about this last night. There's three of the so last four. Far, so far, Alabama has been in every playoff this since the playoff started. This will be the first year they haven't been. First year they lost in the semifinals against Ohio State. Ohio State the first one. Alabama beat Clemson in the second playoff over the first time they played Deshaun Watson. The third playoff, Clemson beat Alabama in the playoff. Fourth year, Alabama beat Clemson in the semifinal and then beat Georgia in the championship game. Which shouldn't have happened, but it did. Clemson beat Alabama in the final. Yeah. So – I think Clemson takes this win. Clemson makes the playoffs. I the end of the year prediction. I've said it since the beginning. I think LSU is hoisting a national championship trophy at the end of this year. I really do. 
I didn't say that at the beginning of the year. I at the beginning of the year I said Alabama and Clemson are playing for another national championship. I said it in our, one of our first shows this season. But as the season has gone on, and I've seen LSU play, I said LSU was going to make the playoff. I, I, I said that. Um, I think just the way they're playing right now, LSU is hoisting a national championship trophy at the end of this year. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I just that's just what I see with how good their offense is playing and their defenses. They're getting dialed in at the right time. I mean, extremely well dialed in. So LSU, I think at the end, and we got we'll talk more about the in our bowl conversations. We'll probably talk more about at first when we talk about bowls, guys, about the who gives a crap bowl. And we'll do a special show for, I think, you know, possibly. I'm not saying it's what we're going to do. A special show for the New Year's Six Bowls because uh, they deserve it. So, anyways. Anything add, take away, my friend? No, let's uh, let's move on to the last one. Uh, We both announced uh, Ohio State over Yep, Ohio State over Wisconsin. There could be an upset there. I, I'm not putting money on it as as it will be an upset, but I think you know Ohio State is highly favored and they should be. So there you go. There it is. Anything? All right. Anything to add or take away, my friend? Well, I'm I I didn't make my uh, Baylor Oklahoma pick yet. Oh, that's right. So he does have I'm something to with add. The Bears. Okay, I'm cheering for the Bears. I want the oh. Bears. The Bears. He is not only just picking it, folks. I wish you could see the emotion in which Jake's face just had, the hand gyrations, the commitment in which Jake has made. Jake is going with the Bears. I'm going boomer sooner. We shall see what happens. I think it's, you know, hurts all the way, baby. Hurts all the way. Boomer sooner. That's what I think is happening. Anyways. <laughs> Guys, it's been a... I, I just have this sinking feeling now. Just barely like, you're going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, dude, I screwed up and didn't make any picks last year. You've won the season. There's nothing I can do unless I get every single bowl game right. And I get a lot of them wrong. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. So, I, I take the win, you know, to quote to quote Vin Diesel's character, Dominic Toretto from freaking uh, Fast and Furious, win by an inch or by a mile. Winning is winning, baby. So technicality, because I screwed up or not, we'll never know. It doesn't matter. Jake, my friend, you are the king of the 2019-2020 football season already. I giveth, I can't giveth thee the crown. You've earned the crown. Crown. Not duh, but crown. <laughs> there you go, buddy. You have won. What have you won? Nothing but pride. Bragging rights for another year. Bragging rights for another year, folks. He's got them. All right, guys. It's been a fun show. Jake, you got anything to add or take away, my friend? Go Tigers. Let's take home the SEC championship game. I concur. Go Tigers. Go Utah. That was a horrible fake French accent, but that's okay. I do not care. All right, guys. We've had fun. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at JustFootballJJ. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram under the same name at JustFootballJJ. Email us your questions, comments, haterade, do not care, but just email us at JustFootballJJ at gmail, sorry, JJ at gmail.com. And you can always follow us on Facebook and like us on Facebook and like our podcast and share with your friends. It is Just Football with Jeff and Jake. Like it. Listen. Like it. Share it. Tell a friend. Tell a phone. Tell everybody. Have a great time, folks. Have a great and fun, safe college football championship weekend. We are out. <laughs>